Sports Talk with Craig and John brought to you by Dustex. Dustex customizes entry mats. Dustex. Weplayclean.com. The herd play at Stevens. The celebration is on. The horn will sound. And the Sioux Falls Stampede are Clark Cup champions. Yeah! Baby! The herd have won the Clark Cup for the third time in franchise history. And the celebration is on here in Chicago. Never gets old. Jim Olander calling the Stampedes third Clark Cup almost a year ago, Craig. Awesome memories for Scotty Owens and that gang. It's a great uh, organization. Yeah. And, and Scott Owens, the head coach, retired after the team was just kind of surging as we were getting toward the stretch run of the 2020 season and the playoffs. And they would have qualified for the playoffs. And then COVID-19 happened and the season was canceled. And Scott Owens retired after 42 years of coaching, and uh, the herd started to look for a new coach and GM. And it's been quite a cradle of coaches here in Sioux Falls ever since the herd came here about 21 years ago. Yeah, and uh, three championships, and from all different coaches, uh, with uh, Kevin uh, Kevin Hartzell, Hartzell. and and. Um, Carrie Eads, who went to Fargo after mm-hmm. winning a championship. And then, of course, you know, two years ago, just over a year or so ago, with Scotty Owen. So it, it's, a, it's a great organization, and hockey has really become pretty popular in Sioux Falls. Absolutely. We had Brian Schoenborn, the managing partner who was here from day one and remembers scouting out Sioux Falls in 1996 before they introduced the Stampede to the city in 1998, started playing games in 99. By the way, Bob Motzko, their first coach, uh, went on to St. Cloud State and now is the head coach of the Gophers. So it's it's time for a new era, and they went to Minot, North Dakota, and found Marty Murray from the North American Hockey League. He spent several seasons playing in the NHL and turned to coaching, and eight years there, he posted six straight winning seasons until their season was canceled this year. And so now he moves on to Sioux Falls, and we're happy to have Marty Murray, the new coach and GM of the Stampede, joining us on the Tires, Tires, Tires fan line. Marty, congratulations. We had Brian Schoenborn on the other day. They said this was an exhaustive search. A lot of dudes wanted this job, but they tried really hard to get you, and it's been tough to pry you out of Minot for the last several years because your wife was from that town, and you liked it there, and your kids were growing up there. So why Sioux Falls? Well, first of all, uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. It's uh, I'm I'm humbled and honored to be named uh, uh, the next uh, head coach GM of the of the Stampede. You know, you went through that list of uh, of coaches who've uh, you know continued to raise the bar year after year, and I'm I'm honored to be in, uh, you know mentioned in their names. And you know, for me, you know, I, I, I retired from playing hockey in 2010. I had a, a 15 year uh, career and uh you know it was time to settle down and in 2005 we moved to Minot North Dakota my wife was uh is from about half an hour outside of Minot and, and my hometown in Manitoba Canada is only an hour away so it was just it was it was almost like home and like I said I retired in 2010 I was trying to figure out the next phase of my life and 
and uh, you know this junior hockey team came came to town. And I really didn't know much about the North American Hockey League, to be honest with you. I, like I said, I grew up in Canada. I played major junior in the Western Hockey League for four years, um, and and was named the assistant coach there uh, year one. And, and uh, it was a it was a, a trying year, that's for sure. We finished in last, and anything that could have went wrong went wrong. And um, you know, I was named the head coach at the end of that first season, and then. You know, fast forward uh, eight years later, here we are, and, and uh, I'm pleased to be joining the, the Sioux Falls uh, Stampede and joining the community as a fa- with our family. Marty, you talked about uh, playing a lot of hockey. You know, you made the NHL in 1995. You're a, you're a Canadian kid, right? I mean, did, did you think you had it all being a Canadian kid and playing for a Canadian team in the National Hockey League back in the mid-'90s? Well, I mean, you know, a- any team that would have drafted me, I would have shown up on their front step, obviously, and and uh, you know it was, it was a different time, and, and uh, I wish I would have grown up in today's era. Uh, to be honest with you, being a smaller guy, at you know I think I was one, you know five nine, one seventy five was kind of my playing uh, size, and, and uh, you know at that time it was it was pretty difficult to break in the league as a smaller guy. I kind of had that mentality of you know the big old. Uh, uh, broadsheet bullies and, and you know the fighting was so very active and stuff like that so it was a it was a tough time to to break into the nhl i i i had a lot of ups and downs in my career i learned a lot and, and I had a lot of experiences that i still uh you know keep with me today that kind of helped me in the coaching world so you, you played a long time when did you start getting the inkling to be a coach in hockey you know i i never thought about it too much uh, to be honest i guess maybe towards the end of my career you're kind of thinking about okay you know i probably have a year or two left what what's the next phase and and automatically your 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 mind shifts to, to coaching i mean you know being around the game since you were you know i literally was two years old when i started skating and and uh you know so that's you know a big part of your life and uh you know i feel very fortunate to to slide into that position here in mine. I was lucky to retire when I did and lucky that the team came to town. Uh, everything just seemed to fall into place and uh, I owe everything I have to the game of hockey and, and uh, uh, including this great honor of coaching the, the Stampede. You mentioned how tough it was to, to win starting out, but eventually you did start winning. Six straight winning seasons in the North American Hockey League. Three-time general manager of the year and the coach of the year as well. Uh, so how often did you get calls for, from the world of hockey, Marty, to move up in the world of coaching like you finally have? Because you were a name that people knew, obviously, from your NHL days and, and your minor league hockey days around both Canada and the U.S. How many opportunities c- came across? You know, I'd probably say four or five over the last probably four or five years. Um, it seemed like every every spring uh, around this time, you know, something would come up and, and you know, we'd have that same conversation and it would usually end in, uh, gee, I'm flattered, but, you know, we're really comfortable here. I have three kids, uh, you know, two of them are going to be in high school now and a, a sixth grader. So, you know, I, I'm a family first guy and, uh, you know, when I got the call from Sioux Falls here, you know, three weeks ago, I honestly, my first instinct was probably going to be you know, down the same path. They really appreciate it, but uh, you know, for family reasons, we're we're really happy here. The organization has tr- treated me well for nine years, and and and, and love the community in Minot. But you know, this was a little different when 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 Brian Schoenborn called me from the Stampede. Um, you know, we had a great conversation and and just had a real immediate uh, uh, connection with him. He's very sincere, very genuine, and and uh, you know, went from there into 
Obviously, things are a little different in today's world, not just your regular um, job interview. We had to do it uh, online over Zoom and uh, just got a real good feel from the ownership group there. And, and uh, you know, it, it led to uh, more conversations around the dinner table. And, and uh, obviously, it took a lot of time. And I appreciate the fact that the ownership group, uh, you know, gave me that time. And, and ultimately, we, we decided, hey, it's time for a change. And uh, opportunities like this in a great organization like Sioux yeah. Falls don't happen every day. So we decided to jump on it. I mean, you were pride from a place where, again, your your wife grew up a lot of family, an hour and a half from where you grew up, and you were comfortable, as you mentioned, and turned down other offers. And uh, and I'm guessing you, you were fairly financially comfortable. You spent eight seasons in the NHL. We don't need exact dollar figures or anything, but how, I mean, how much of a financial decision was this? Do you make a lot more money as the coach and GM of the Stampede than you did in Minot? Well, it's never been about money for me, you know, and, and, and obviously it's a, a league above, but it, it's never been about money, you know, and, and, uh, first and foremost, I'm very fortunate to have the, the support of my family and, and, and nothing, no decision would be made without them, uh, giving it their blessing. And, and, uh, you know, that's for me, number one, it's not, a, you know, I made it real clear with the family right away. They, this is a, this isn't a Marty decision. This is a, this is a family decision. It's got to be right for everybody. And, um, like I said, you know, you, 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 you dream to play as a player, uh, in the NHL. You don't dream of playing in the American Hockey League or, or just making a junior. You, you dream to make it all the way. So there's obviously stepping stones, um, you know, up the coaching ladder, just like the playing ladder. And, and for me, uh, view this as an opportunity, um, you know, to go into the best, uh, junior league in, in the United States and, and, and have the opportunity to climb up the ladder. And, and you know, we've had discussions with the ownership group here, uh, from day one. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, don't feel like I'm going to go anywhere. I want to stay here. I want to establish roots in, in Sioux Falls. And, um, you know, the NHL is something I'm looking to do in two years. I want to continue to grow as a coach and get better and, uh, looking forward to working with, with the staff to, to, you know, get us all better and continue to, the success uh, hockey has in Sioux Falls. Marty Murray, he's the head coach and the general manager of the Sioux Falls Stampede. He becomes the eighth uh, head coach and GM for the Herd as he joins us here on Sports Talk with Craig and John on Fox Sports 98.1 AM 1230 and KWSN. Last eight years in the National uh, or the North American Hockey League, how many times did you have to battle with scouting between uh, fight to get them to come to the NAHL instead of uh, going to the USHL? Well, you know, we we were often in conversations with the, with the same kids, and 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 it usually it didn't wasn't a fight. It was it was uh, usually, um, you know, what's the best fit for the player, and, and I totally get that, and I, I believe that every every situation is different. I think there's a lot of players that are are ready to go, you know, from from Minot to the USHL. And, and do well, you know, case in point, like a Blake Wazot that played for me in Minot, uh, you know, five years ago. He's ready to go on to the uh, USHL. He went to Fargo, and the rest is history. But, you know, there's some guys, too, that, you know, just, you know, they go and they're not quite ready for it, and it ends up, you know, not being the greatest situation. So I, I think every situation is different, um, and, and, and I'm aware of that. And, and as, a, as a coach at the NAHL level, um, you know, I, I didn't, skew anybody's opinion I, I just wanted them to think it through and make an educated decision on what might be the best fit for them and as far as you know uh, scouting players and stuff like that uh, you know the North American League 
level is difficult to scout players at because you're looking at you're trying to find the best player of that second tier. Uh, you know, your your eyes automatically drawn to the best player on the ice, and and oftentimes that player uh, you can't have because he's you know a committed. Uh, D1 player that already has a path with the USHL, so that that's a hard, was the hardest part, and 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 I'll pass it on to a lot of my supporting staff that were out in the trenches uh, scouting players. They did a heck of a job of identifying uh, players that really walked the line between the USHL and NHL, uh, and did a real good job of uh, you know I'm not going to say winning uh, more of those players, but identifying those players that uh, you know could possibly fall back to the NHL, and you don't get them all but we sure had our uh, share of success here in Minot uh, getting some of those players. Marty, you've got the uh, Phase 1 and 2 draft next week. Who is helping you right now get ready for that draft? Well, I'm lucky that the staff is still uh, uh, around there. And, you know, Scott Owens has been terrific in this transition. He's really helped me along. Actually, I was just on the on the line with him when, when you guys called in, so... Uh, I got a, I got another phone call with Scott when I get off the phone, but he's been tremendous and, and, uh, you know, just shows what a, uh, you know, what a caring, uh, genuine person he is. It, you know, the easiest thing for him would be to, you know, sit, sit in his cabin and, and forget about all this, but he's putting in hard work. He's helping out with the draft and, and I uh, really appreciate that. And, uh, obviously the, the assistant coaches that were, on the recruiting trail all year and, and hammering things out in the in the hockey arenas are going to be leading it and and uh, you know obviously all the input and but uh, you know especially this happening so quick so close to the draft we'll really be relying on the work that the guys did throughout the winter. Ryland Galliardi and Brent Skinner are those two assistant coaches. Are they coming back to the staff? Uh, yeah, and then Riley Covard too. So there's there's a lot of moving parts to it. And, and to be honest with you, I you know we kind of decided with. Uh, the ownership group and everybody just uh, just uh, let's focus on the draft here and, and and get through that you know try to build up the best group of prospects we can uh, and then kind of just go back and kind of reevaluate everything and see where everybody's at as an individual in as an individual and and make those decisions after that so it's something that's obviously uh, you know very important and something we'll address uh, directly after the draft Marty Murray new coach of the Sioux Falls Stampede also the new general manager Craig and John Fox Sports 981 AM 1230 KWSN.com what would you, how would you define your style of of coaching and both from a hockey how the hockey looks and also your your personality your approach as a leader to young hockey players well, you know, I grew up in a, a small town in rural Manitoba. It's a farming community. We literally had 28 people in my in my hometown. So we grew up with good good morals and just a you know I, I think just honest values, and, and that's what I expect of our hockey team. I think that we you know not only try to recruit uh, good hockey players but good character kids as well. And it's so important at the junior hockey level that uh, you know to be involved in the community and and and, and uh, represent our team well. So that's a big part of it. Um, you know, as far as our playing style. Um, you know, it kind of comes back to my roots. If you know, you can have all the skill in the world, but if you're if you're not working, if you're not competing, it's hard to accomplish anything. So, I, I really appreciate kids that have skill and creativity, but at the same time, uh, you know, we better work, we better compete, and you know, I, I lived it for a long time as a small player, and I took pride in in winning fifty fifty pucks and winning battles, and you know, to see a player like Blake Lazat come through our program in Minot, and you know, uh, playing at one hundred and forty pounds at the time, and and coming out of piles with uh, with the puck time in time out, you know, there's there's no reason why everybody on the on the team, whether you're five foot seven or six foot four, can't have that same mentality. I think it goes with the 
a lot of your heart and, and will and that fire in your belly. Hey, Marty, last one for me. I haven't had a chance to really check, but I know you played for four teams in the National Hockey League. How close did you get to a Stanley Cup playoffs? I think we, I think we made it to the conference final there one year in Philly, so uh, that was that was as close. We had we had some real good teams there. Uh, I mean, uh, especially for the American fan base, there's a lot of uh, you know U.S. Hall of Famers and Jeremy Roenick, John LeClaire, Tony Amante. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know the list goes on and on. Uh, Mark Recchi, um, uh, Keith Primo. We had we had a real good team, and you know, obviously, you know that uh, everybody's dream is to win the Stanley Cup. But I'll tell you what, uh, even though I didn't win it, just uh, the the atmosphere of playing in an NHL arena during the playoffs is something mm. that I'll never forget. Mm. Who knocked you out that year in Philly? Who knocked you out the playoffs? Uh, I think it was Toronto. 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 Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, <laughs> that's interesting. We uh, we we're going to look forward to hearing a few more NHL stories uh, in 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 the future. Uh, we look forward to continuing to talk to you and, and tell Scott Owens hi. By the way, uh, I'm sure close to the top of his list of things he is happy to Not be away missing. from is us. <laughs> yes, <laughs> tell him we said hi. Uh, we'll do for sure. All right, thanks, Marty. Welcome Congratulations. Town, Marty. Thanks for having me on, guys. Look forward to. Meeting you in person. You bet. You got it. <laughs> the uh, new head coach and GM of the Sioux Falls Stampede is a great gig, Craig. I mean, it is a heck of a gig. Um, well, and he is, uh, hockey has been his life. Yep. It's been his life. Yeah. You know, he played a long time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, even am- amateur hockey or the lower levels and gets into the National Hockey League and then coaching, and he's been mm-hmm. doing that for a while, and good for him. And yeah. Sounds like a fun guy to be around. Yeah. Looking forward to more chats. It is Craig and John. We have one final chat today. Pete Bursich, Vikings radio analyst on how Jefferson, the new Vikings receiver, not your typical slot receiver, and also Ahmad Rashad, part of that uh, Michael Jordan Last Dance Bulls documentary. How did he become best friends with Michael Jordan? This guy was, you know, he was an NFL player with Minnesota Vikings and uh, just a lovable guy. You'll hear more from him next on Fox Sports 98.1 AM 1230 KWSN.com. Follow the show. Respond to the show. Vote in our polls and get the latest sports news on Twitter. Go to twitter.com slash KWSN Sports.